of our masks all month long being buy one get one free now when you buy anything from WeVibe you also get a free toy travel pouch while supplies last and that is in store only more romance more intimacy more It's now until Friday, a free gift with purchase in-store and online while supplies last. You only have to spend $53 and you get a free 53 sex position card set. Hello again, everyone. Welcome back to the Intimacy Advisor podcast. My name is Haley. I'm a romance specialist in our stores. I'm an intimacy expert online and the host of this podcast, which is all about love, romance, connecting and bonding with your partner. And today it's all about having a safe word and noticing red flags in your relationship, being safe and feeling safe because that is part of intimacy. I hope everybody had a great Easter yesterday and this episode will actually kind of follow up on last Monday's episode as well. We talked about, well, a little bit about TPE or total power exchange and the things that you can do to kind of bring BDSM outside of the bedroom and into you and your partner's like everyday lives. I mentioned in there multiple times that this relationship is completely different than what some people may think is control or abuse, like it actually could seem to somebody unfamiliar with this kind of relationship. But thinking about that, it's kind of how principles of BDSM that involves pain for pleasure, sometimes the lines get blurred depending on the audience you're talking to about BDSM, even though we know that that is not the truth. However, it's absolutely mentioning the risk of red flags of a relationship, something that could be an abusive behavior. And we also should talk about means of safety, even in a successful BDSM relationship which includes safe words, absolutely, like I hope I've addressed enough through the past two episodes where we talked about bondage. You've probably already heard me or maybe anyone else that discusses BDSM encourage you and your partner to have safe words in place in case a limit is crossed or pushed upon too heavily or if you're uncomfortable or maybe you're triggered and you need to halt playtime immediately. I think a lot of people new to this idea that maybe hear this for the first time are kind of asking me, well, why don't you just say stop? And if that, if you're in a vanilla BDSM relationship and maybe you don't have any experience picking out a safe word, you probably have already tried that in the past. And if that is what you know your limit is, that's completely okay. But for some, the fantasy could include you saying stop. Not that you actually want the fun to end. So a good example of that is let's say you're role-playing and you have a sexy little schoolgirl scene. It's kind of hot if you're telling your partner, oh no, don't stop, I'll be good. But that doesn't mean that you want them to stop. It means that you're fulfilling the fantasy. So having a word that's predetermined before sex happens, before any foreplay happens, before outer course happens, 
that can mean, wait, like we need to stop. Stopping is essential right now. I also suggest to kind of have another word that's predetermined that doesn't have the same gravity maybe as your safe word, but it means to ease up or relax or maybe to break momentarily, which is why I kind of think that using yellow or red like a traffic light so that no one is confused are great words. It can be remembered really easily too. It's also great for a checklist if you want to incorporate your hold up word and your safe word and using yellow and red there for your hard limits meaning you know a hard limit is something that you have no interest in doing or something that you're curious about but to proceed with caution that could be your yellow so aside from bdsm there are other great ways to use a safe word although i suggest different words for emotional triggers or maybe if you need to halt rather than your physical play safety words that you would use in bdsm On episode 26, we talked about therapy and relationships. So if you want to pause this one and jump back into it later, go ahead now. But in therapy, you're healing any trauma. But not only that, you're also really actually learning how to be a great communicator. Since it's a skill that no one really talks about and it's not practiced that much. You almost have to learn as you go, just in your daily life. And if or when you happen to fail at communication... It can almost seem like it's a personal attack on yourself, but give yourself some credit and know that communication among people that really care for each other is a really difficult task. And remember when you have anything to say about anyone or anything that you always look to that person that's closest to you. It puts a lot of pressure on them and on yourself, on a relationship to always be the best that you can, but know that feelings coming up from either bad communication or lack of communication are completely normal. So having therapy to learn how to communicate with that person is like essential. And this could be something as basic as, you know, let's just say you are having a bad day at work and you're texting your partner, having a bad day, this is what's going on, I really need some support, and they are busy with their work day or with something else that they're in the middle of and they're just not texting you. And how do you feel now? Worse, because you are looking for that person, for that support, for encouragement, for anything that you are lacking in that moment. And when they're not there, when you need them, it's not even really their fault, but it's just a lack of communication. And now you have these feelings of resentment. And I know that that's kind of a situation that probably people are really familiar with because I've seen it, I mean, in my personal life, with my friends, just everywhere. And you're not wrong for feeling those ways. It just takes a little extra effort to snap back and realize your common goal. But a great tool is to have a safe word. So when you're talking about those really heavy-hitting subjects, maybe something like sex, that can be a sensitive subject, especially when you're being really honest about meeting a person's needs. For me, I use a safe word in communication in my relationship over anything that has vulnerable feelings. For example, like my stepkids, that's like a whole different subject that I could I could have a separate podcast about step parenting, but also maybe for jealousy triggers or financial issues or feelings that are tied to your past that could be triggers as well. Saying something, using a word, a single word, it could be pineapple, it could be anything, monkey, whatever you want to signal that a discussion 
is not over, but to kind of be paused and maybe you need a hug or you need some comfort or you just need to take a minute away. It helps a conversation conclude when you're ready in a positive way for everyone involved. Establish a meaning behind your safe words too. That's a huge tip because maybe I say something that signals comfort. Like let's say I'm going to say banana and I just need, you know, just stop talking. Maybe we're yelling at each other at this point or something and come up to me and give me a hug and a little pet my hair or something. And maybe I have a different safe word to signal the end of conversation for maybe the entire day about this subject. Having one word to ease and one word to stop completely. Just like how I was talking about in BDSM with yellow and red. Because, you know, a human's brain is actually actively pushing for a fight or flight response. And that could be how you've brought been brought up or, you know, just whatever. Everyone's a little different. It's a real determinant when it comes to being calm and rational and open to your partner's ideas. When you have all this adrenaline that runs through your body and you almost get like a tunnel vision that the fight or flight response makes. So you're either going to argue and continue to let it escalate and scream at each other or you're going to shut down or you're going to leave and you lose that goal, that common goal that's peaceful and maybe, you know, obviously constructive. So having a safe word to signal that the calm you desire has instead grown to kind of this dark cloud over your mental space. Your safe word can show that engaging with continued conversation is actually a bad idea. I suggest pausing your conversation for maybe, you know, 10 or 15 minutes and do some quick journaling. You know, arrange your thoughts in a calm manner. Bring your heart rate down. Bring your blood pressure down. You could maybe do a breathing or a meditation. There's a lot of them on Spotify and YouTube. But whatever you need or whatever helps you to actually make the strategy work so that you can come back to the conversation and find a resolution. Think of it just like BDSM if it helps. You know, let's say that you have your safe word, um, maybe because, and you use it, maybe because your partner spanked you too hard with a paddle. So they stop the paddle. You might be a little bit red or you might even have a bruise, but after you've calmed down and you've gotten your aftercare, your partner should come ask for some feedback. You know, did that hurt? What could I do differently? And an argument that you have should be just the same. The thing is, you don't want to leave anything hanging. So consider that a red flag if you don't readdress even something that you safe worded. Leaving something undiscussed, it's going to leave a sour taste in both your mouths and it's going to create resentment. I just want to stress that in every relationship that's successful even, it's not all the honeymoon phase. Conflict is going to arise sometimes in every relationship and you're not doomed, it doesn't need to be the end if that's not the goal that you want or that really that both people want. Working through troubled times means changing of your mental space or at the minimum, the desire to change your mental space. Having the same negative relationship over and over again with no common goal to change to benefit both of you guys, that's going to be the big red flag. So if you're emotionally invested and you want your relationship to be as best as it can be, which is exactly what everyone should want. Why would you want to be sad? Why would you want to argue? Why would you want to struggle in a relationship? 
it takes real work and it takes intimacy and it takes times of being really honest even when it's uncomfortable but keeping yourself and your partner safe in these conversations is what's going to make it to the end i want to know from you guys you know have you i hear you know so many things about bondage safe words but have you guys ever used safe words in your discussions in your romantic relationships not so much a physical relationship but i mean in your connection and your intimacy and your closeness has it helped i feel like this is a really easy tool for even a new relationship when you're all excited and maybe things are really hot and physical and that's really easy for people to decide a safe word but maybe when you start talking a little bit more intimately over what you want a relationship to look like very quickly a a discussion can happen of hey not to put you on a pedestal here but in case something happens where i feel emotionally triggered let's make a quick safe word or maybe two of them one to stop and one to pause because i've had problems with arguing with people in the past or something and i don't want that to happen in this relationship and i know that that's what works for me or what benefits me or it's something that i want to try and it's very beautiful to have two people kind of on board with this and respecting each other enough to get through a problem and solve a problem rather than kind of dragging it along as their past baggage. So if you've tried it and it works for you, send me an email, reach out to me on Instagram, Twitter, whatever you'd like. My email is Haley, it's H-A-L-E-Y at loverslane.com. We're on Twitter. Our handle is at ia underscore pod that's ia underscore pod or on instagram our handle is at intimacy advisor pod if you have questions if there's anything i can do to help if you have if you need suggestions on toys lubes anything like that of course you can listen to past episodes of course you can keep your ear out for when we have new episodes every monday or you can just reach out to me and have your questions answered right there too thanks for listening you guys i will talk to you again next monday Stay together